Well, hey, <clears throat> good morning. It's uh, Friday, June 10th, 2022. Friday, June 10th, 2022. Uh, Slava, Ukraine. Heroium Slava. Uh, don't forget, being Friday, don't forget to look for um, Friday's flaming bag of crap left on your doorstep. There could be more than one, uh, especially this weekend after the uh, uh, these uh, January 6th committee uh, broadcasts have started Let's see what people say, uh, hoping that uh, whatever they say will disappear in the 24-hour news cycle, Friday night or Saturday. Hey, it, it sometimes happens. We'll see. We'll see. PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, those four words. So I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you. It's very nice of you to come. I know I say it every day, I, but I, I can't tell you how much I do appreciate you. Uh, if you can... Please bring someone along with you tomorrow uh, and tweet to me questions, insights, or come fight with me uh, at Cyberclops, C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on Twitter. Uh, Maybe you want to give me a story. Somebody gave me a story uh, yesterday, and it's it's so deep, it's really hard for me to figure out exactly what's going on. We'll get into that in a second, Uh, but I appreciate uh, uh, anything uh, uh, from you guys. It's very nice of you. Uh, today's going to be a little shorter because I got, I got to rush out of here. I got stuff to do yesterday. Uh, and, and as always, we will start with Ukraine. Uh, yesterday, Putin argued that Peter the Great was not conquering, but rather fighting over territory that rightfully belonged to Russia. And eh, that's doubtful. I, I think he was comparing himself to Peter the Great. Putin was comparing himself to Peter the Great. He said, why did he, uh, you know, meaning Peter the Great, go there? He took back and fortified, and it looks like our fate is to take back and fortify too. In an interview broadcast on BBC yesterday, ambassador to Russia and the United Nations, Vasily Nabenzia, uh, insisted that the aims of the operation were announced publicly. It was neutrality of Ukraine, demilitarization, and uh, and Nazification of the country. I, I think he meant to say demilitarization and denazification but it's funny what people say <laughs> because uh, that's what they wanted to do nazify the com- country apparently um anyway uh and the liberation of donbass uh, uh continued uh in in the liberation of donbass uh was the primary goal which is being implemented at this moment uh, that was a full statement, uh, excluding my little side, <laughs> uh, the little thing I noticed. Uh, today, a Ukrainian official responded to Putin's claim that, like Peter the Great, his fate was to take back and fortify uh, what was rightfully Russia's land. Uh, you know, I guess Sweden should really take notice since Peter the Great conquered Sweden. I mean, come on. Um Mikhailo Podolak, advisor to the uh, uh, head of the office of the Ukrainian president, said via uh, Twitter, Putin's confession of land seizures and comparing himself with Peter the Great prove there was no conflict, only that uh, the country's bloody seizure under contrived pretext of people's genocide. Referring to uh, French uh, President uh, Emmanuel Macron's remarks last week that the world must not humiliate Russia to enable diplomatic talks, uh, Poroliak said, 
we should not talk about saving Russia's face, but about its immediate de-imperialization. To me, this is another change in his reasoning for invading. Uh, and and this, is, this is all me. This isn't him. To me, this is another change in his reasoning for invading uh, that he has added, and it shows a much more serious danger that he is prepared to go into other countries uh, that have been uh, that are separate from Russia. And let let's remind you, Ukraine and uh, Ukraine was there before Russia existed. So, if anything, Russia is part of a, a Ukraine. Not like they'd want it. Uh, Severodonetsk. Fighting continues. Nothing much has changed in the last 24 hours, but at least Ukraine has not lost so many inches. Uh, the mid-range uh, missiles are coming, and that will allow them to gain ground. They allow them to get several Donetsk uh, uh, back, I hope. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, according to UK intelligence reports published today, uh, sa- uh, says as Russia struggles to provide basic services amid deteriorating sanitary conditions in Mariupol, Uh, According to the report, the city is at risk of a major cholera outbreak and that Kherson also likely faces a critical shortage of medicines. Uh, The story about those uh, three soldiers we talked about yesterday where uh, Russia claims they can get the death penalty in what they uh, call the Donetsk uh, People's Republic, which is part of Ukraine. It's not a separate country. Anyway, uh, because uh, because these soldiers are, were not Ukrainian, uh, um, this has drawn responses from the world. Uh, world leaders have criticized a pro-Russian court in that self-proclaimed Donetsk uh, People's Republic for sentencing, uh, sentencing them, one Moroccan citizen and two British citizens, to death yesterday after they were accused of being mercenaries for Ukraine. Uh, The U.N. said it is concerned by the death sentences, while the Ukrainian and British governments are calling for them to be entitled to treatment as prisoners of war under the Geneva Conventions. Um, The city of uh, Kriviri, located in the central part of Ukraine, it's about 80 miles north of the Crimean Peninsula, uh, has been under constant fire by Russian forces. Uh, villages and towns in, uh, in the uh, are, are uh, there are littered with cluster munitions due to shelling, leaving a trail of you know gas, electricity, and water supply problems as well. Uh, Krivia Re would be a key city to uh, begin surrounding Kiev to the south. Kiev is about 200 miles north of there. Um, those missiles cannot get there fast enough. Crimea must be taken back, which would give Russia a devastating blow. If they, if they use Crimea, they, they lose most of what they're using to invade, uh, uh, not most, a lot of what they're using to invade Ukraine. Um, this is something I thought already happened, but I guess it was an oversight, you know? A Ukrainian president, Volodymyr Zelensky, uh, yesterday signed a decree imposing personal sanctions against Putin and other high-ranking officials. Uh, The restrictions include blocking assets, banning entry uh, to Ukraine, and the cancellation or suspension of licenses and permits. Uh, Hunger throughout the world, 
uh, will only worsen because of the war. Uh, Ukraine's uh, agrarian policy and food deputy minister, Taras Vysotsky, uh, told uh, CNN yesterday, uh, next year's harvest in Ukraine could be cut by up to 40% due to the ongoing Russia invasion. Now that I have your attention, let's please, let's try and fix the world. So did you watch the uh, January 6th committee hearing last night? I could not. I was working. Um, it's more of what we expected, yet still unbelievable, right? Uh, William Barr called uh, stolen election claims bullshit and said, I didn't want to be part of it. Uh, that was a quote from him. Uh, even Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump, told investigators that she accepted Barr's assessment of her father's claim. Uh, she said, I respect Attorney uh, General Barr, so I accepted what he was saying. Uh, in response today, Trump wrote on his you know, social media pa- platform, which is ironically called Truth Social, uh, he wrote, Ivanka Trump was not involved in looking at or studying election results. She had long since checked out and was, in my opinion, only trying to be respectful to Bill Barr and his position as attorney general. He sucked. <laughs> Trump endorsed, uh, uh, also, this is continuing, this is what came out. Trump endorsed the hanging of Mike Pence. Uh, while watching TV and chanting to hang Mike Pence, he said, uh, in the chanting to hang Mike Pence, uh, he said, maybe our supporters have the right idea. Liz Cheney made the case that Trump didn't want to stop the riot, that he was yelling and angry at advisors who were telling him that he needed to do more and that he was watching on TV and aware of rioters chanting, hang Mike Pence. Cheney summed up the uh, Republican reaction, uh, excuse me, Cheney summed up the Republican reaction to the January 6th committee by saying, tonight, I say this to my Republican colleagues who are defending the indefensible, there will come a day when Donald Trump is gone, but your dishonor will remain. And those are strong words. Uh, and, and this is so true. It really is. This, this will be in the history books. Uh, except for the ones in Republican states because they will block those history books. Uh, The committee, particularly Cheney, made a strong case that Trump is a threat to democracy, a rogue and temperamental character who didn't listen to advice from anyone who disagreed about his election narrative. Uh, New last night, um, never-before-seen video uh, from police body cameras, uh, Capitol hallway and uh, office footage, as well as police radio communications. Uh, Chairman of the Joint Joint Chiefs of uh, Staff, General Mark uh, Milley, saying Vice President uh, Mike Pence was being direct and wanting the military's help at the Capitol. Never in history, let me just say this, Never in history has a vice president stepped in like this because a president refused. That's never happened. Uh, The response from the White House, on the other hand, was uh, very different. Uh, Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, Milley said, he wanted to instead shape a narrative. This is Mark Meadows, what Mark Meadows wanted to do. He wanted to instead shape a narrative that Trump was in control. Milley said... That reeked of politics, 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 and it was a red flag. Uh, we kind of knew 
that was going on, but needed evidence, right? Also, Cheney and Representative Scott Perry and multiple other Republican congressmen sought presidential pardons for their roles in attempting to overturn the 2020 election. Uh, uh, I said Cheney and Scott Perry. I said, I, I, I'm sorry. Cheney said Representative Scott Perry and multiple other Republican congressmen sought presidential pardons for their roles. I, and if they sought pardons then they knew what they did was illegal. That kind of means it was illegal, right? Uh, There were new texts released between Fox News host Sean Hannity and then White House uh, uh, Press Secretary Kayleigh uh, McEnany. Uh, Hannity tells McEnany uh, in a text, no more stolen election talk and uh, that uh, the the, uh, 25th Amendment uh, possibility of the cabinet removing Trump was... Uh, from office was real. Um, uh, McEnany uh, uh, responded. He's taking it as good advice, saying, uh, love that. Thank you. This is the playbook. Thank you for your help. Thank you in all caps. Um, While this was being shown on all the networks, except Hannity's own network, Fox News, (laughs) Hannity was on TV last night with banners on the screen exclaiming that there were false narratives from the hearing, calling it a sham investigation that was an orchestrated anti-Trump show trial. Actual text from Hannity. And he's saying, oh, no, no, this isn't real. <laughs> Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Uh, that's a Wizard of Oz reference for, for those of you who are uh, too young to know. Uh, former campaign advisor Jason Miller saying on camera that he told Trump in uh, pretty blunt terms that he was going to lose. Uh, Trump lawyer uh, Alex Cannon affirming there was no evidence of widespread election fraud or election being stolen. And remember that stand back and stand by by Trump uh, during the uh, campaign? Uh, 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 It was during it was during a debate, right? Proud Boys and Oath Keepers on camera saying they went to the Capitol that day because they believe that's what Trump wanted done. They felt he'd asked them to do it. Uh, the committee uh, said that they will release all the transcripts uh, that were done over the last few months by the end of the year. And that should be quite interesting. The news media is drooling for those transcripts. Uh, this is related. Uh, a Republican candidate for governor in Michigan was arrested yesterday. Ryan Kelly uh, was arrested on misdemeanor charges for participation in the January 6th Capitol riot, uh, according to the U.S. Uh, uh, and that's according to the U.S. Uh, Attorney General's office, uh, U.S. Attorney's office for the District of Columbia, uh, he is uh, being charged on four misdemeanor counts, including entering a restricted space and engaging in an act of physical violence against a, a uh, person uh, or property. Uh, Kelly is also charged with willingly injuring or committing uh, depredation against any property of the United States. Uh, The FBI alleges Kelly can be seen in images ripping a cover off a scaffolding on the Capitol building during the riot and images shown in the FBI's statement of facts. The individual alleged to be Kelly can be seen among a crowd uh, pushing past U.S. Capitol Police and climbing onto an arch- ar- architectural feature of the building. Uh, the individual that the Bureau alleges is Kelly can also be, and the reason they're saying it that way is because he was wearing sunglasses and a baseball cap. 
Uh, he can be seen uh, continuously gesturing toward the crowd to move up onto the stairs leading to the entrance of the Capitol. Uh, Judge Sally Behrens said he'd be released on personal recognizance bond. Uh, the federal government did not seek detention for Kelly, but asked that he not leave the con- continental United States without court permission. Uh-oh. Yesterday, uh, Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren unveiled legislation uh, that would expand Social Security uh, modest annual benefits to $2,400 uh, and ensure the program is... Uh, uh, buy $2,400 and ensure the program is fully funded for the next 25 years. Uh, currently, I think the average is like, uh, what is it, like twelve dollars or $1,500 a month, something like that. Uh, I think it's $1,200 a month. Not much. So $2,400 in a year, is, is, it's only going to raise it a couple hundred dollars. Um, this will, of course, be blocked by Republicans. And why do you ask that? The benefit boost under the Social Security Expansion Act would be funded by lifting the cap on maximum amount of income subject to Social Security payroll tax. This year, the cap is $147,000. What that basically says is um, everyone pays uh, pays into Social Security up to $147,000 if you make anything over that. You don't pay into Social Security. I mean, you still pay up to one hundred forty-seven thousand, but anything made over that, you you uh, is not subject to it. And it should be. It should be no matter how much you make, as far as I'm concerned. Um, if passed, the expansion bill uh, would apply the payroll tax to all income, including capital gains, above two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Uh, a change that would only raise taxes on around 7% of the U.S. households. Of course, Republicans keep claiming that Social Security is going bankrupt and needs to be ended, privatized. Uh, They have been saying that same thing year after year since the 80s. Every year they say, oh, Social Security is dying, that Social Security will run out of money within five years. They say it every year, and it's never happened. Completely untrue, as always. Republicans call it bloated so they can privatize it and make a huge corporate profit uh, for uh, rich people. Sanders announced the new bill yesterday during a Senate Budget uh, Committee hearing at which Republicans, including Senator Mitt Romney of Utah, uh, who uh, Republican, of course, you know that, uh, who has previously voiced support for privatizing Social Security, he made clear that they would oppose the legislation. Uh, In addition to increasing annual benefits and lifting the tax cap, the Social Security Expansion Act would also boost the program's cost of living adjustments by switching to a more accurate measure of inflation. Um, I've been, uh, this is that story that was given to me yesterday. I've been reading and trying to understand the 6-3 to three ruling by the Supreme Court. I do not agree with the decision in Egbert versus Bull, uh, is it Boulay? Uh, that Congress must decide whether the plaintiff can sue the government over the alleged violation of his rights. Uh, If it's true, then Congress should do so. They should say that he can. Uh, This is a strange case of uh, a Border Patrol agent going out of his way to harass a citizen. He came on uh, private property, not inside someone's home. That's the difference. Okay? Uh, And in a scuffle, the hotel owner was thrown to the ground. The hotel owner made a formal complaint, and the Border Patrol agent called the IRS on the hotel owner with false accusations. The owner sued Border Patrol and the agent, challenging whether he had the power, uh, um, um, and the agent 
I'm sorry. Did the owner sue the Border Patrol or did they sue the agent? Anyway, the agent challenged whether he had the power to sue. The lower court said it could stand and that the lawsuit was valid, but it was then appealed to uh, SCOTUS, the Supreme Court. Personally, and, and, the, that, and then the Supreme Court, of course, ruled six to three. Personally, I think someone should announce uh, the, uh, the Border Patrol agent's private address and let the people decide what he deserves. I will have to look more deeply into the decision about the uh, long-range ramifications. I didn't have time to do so this morning. According to a senior official, the Biden administration is expected to announce today that the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will lift its requirement for travelers to test negative for COVID-19 before entering the U.S. Of course, the airline and travel industry has been lobbying to end the rule for months now. Uh, This as COVID cases are increasing in the U.S. And finally, you're going to love this one. A woman has sued Geico for catching HPV while having sex in her car. Uh, In February 2021, the woman alleged that her sexual partner negligently caused or contributed to cause to be infected with HPV by not taking proper precautions and neglecting to inform and or disclose his diagnosis. According to court documents, uh, uh, that's what it said, and that his insurance policy provided coverage for her injuries and losses. It makes sense, right? He was in, uh, I, I think it was his car, when he injured her, right? It was an injury while in her car. <laughs> in April 2021, Geico denied coverage and refused her settlement offer, according to a Missouri Court of Appeals filing. Uh, she had offered to settle out of court for a million dollars. The case was then sent to an arbitrator. The arbitrator determined that there was sexual activity in the insured's uh, automobile, uh, the guy, uh, that directly caused or directly contributed to the cause the woman to be infected with HPV, despite her former partner's knowledge of the positive HPV diagnosis. The arbitrator subsequently submitted that $5.2 million would fairly compensate the woman for damages and injuries. Geico then appealed the Jack, uh, to the Jackson uh, County, uh, then appealed the Jackson County Circuit Court's uh, confirmation of the arbitration award, asserting that the court didn't give Geico a meaningful opportunity to defend its interest. So the three-judge panel of the appeals court uh, responsible for reviewing the appeal confirmed the circuit court's settlement decision of $5.2 million despite Geico's appeal efforts according to Tuesday's filing. And you know what? It's funny because had they had they uh, not had they, they they could have used another reason to deny her filing and would have won in that way. But they didn't. They used. They just denied it completely, and that was partially the reason the judge decided. The judges decided to uh, uh, let this go and let the woman get the five point two million. <laughs> I, you know, I was wondering about those spots all over that Geico gecko. Right? Where are they from? Anyway, uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. I man. I can't tell you how much I appreciate you. It's so nice of you. Friday, 
June 10th, 2022, Friday, June 10th, 2022. I, I, I appreciate you so much. It's very nice of you to come. I get up here early in the morning. You know, this morning I got up at three. Oh, man, I'm so tired because I worked late last night. Uh, bring someone with you if you can. Uh, uh, today or this weekend, whenever, especially if they're Republican, because I, I'm just going to piss them off. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Uh, I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, tweet to me questions, insights, or f- come fight with me at Cyberclops. You can send that Republican to my Twitter page if you want. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S on Twitter. You know what? And remember, always remember, Government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget that. Truly. Have a great weekend. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.